um, right now, uh, you know, for me, one of one of my favorite tactics, and I haven't been as active with it right, you know, right this second, but uh, but most recently, it's been one of my favorite uh, is LinkedIn. Uh, in terms of getting out on LinkedIn and making connections with the kind of people that you want to work with, um, that has been one of my one of my favorite strategies. This is the Local Marketing Agency Secrets AudioCast, where we interview the world's top minds in local marketing to bring you actionable tips and strategies for your local agency. Here are your hosts, Drew Griffin and David Calafiori. Welcome back to Local Marketing Agency Secrets. Hey, I'm Drew Griffin, and I'm here joined with my business partner, David Calafiori. Hey, everybody. We have an amazing guest today who is not only one of the smartest people that we've ever come across, truly a friend, a colleague, somebody that we truly admire that's doing some amazing things, not only in the marketing space, but in the real estate industry. Please welcome everybody, my good friend, Zach Hammer. Zach, what's going on, my friend? How is it going? Excited to be here. Always a pleasure to chat with you guys. So uh, excited to uh, to venture forth into this podcast with you. Awesome. Hey guys, today we are going to be exploring some amazing, amazing topics around local marketing, in particular with real estate. And you are in for a treat. Zach is, uh, is an amazing, amazing person. So without further ado, I'm just going to ask Zach, Hey, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what's your name, all that kind of stuff, what the name of your agency is, and what you do uh, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so great question. So yeah, my, my name is Zach Hammer. I'm the founder of Real Estate Growth Hackers. Uh, so that's, that's my company. I, I help real estate agents to generate and convert leads. Uh, my my business, my agency focuses in a couple of different ways. We uh, you know, we, we, we put out trainings and courses that help agents to do that themselves. I actually, a lot of those trainings and courses, other, other agencies end up buying into and, and using to offer to their clients as well. Uh, but then we also have a number of products and services that we, uh, that we offer with, uh, you know, offer to real estate agents directly to, to help them, you know, either, uh, market themselves better, find more leads, convert more of those leads into, into closings, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we do. That's awesome. The one one thing that I really uh, admire about you is you're consistently providing value to the community. You're always providing lots of help, lots of uh, you know free advice. You're always very very accessible, and that is uh, not only admirable but it just builds up a lot of trust. And that's certainly something that is needed not only online but uh, with real estate agents uh, in particular. So I can see how you uh, really. Uh, connect with a lot of those people and uh, you know provide a lot of value not only to real estate agents but the brokerages and those that actually hire those individuals. Take a step. And one of the questions that we'd like to ask everybody here on this podcast is uh, the story about how you got started and maybe you know a story, a compelling story about how you acquired your first client. Was it uh, by mistake? Did you make mistakes? Did you, um, you know, how did you fall into this whole online slash local marketing type of deal? Yeah, so that's a that's a really interesting and uh, a kind of convoluted story, probably uh, for a lot of people. <laughs> that's that's kind of the uh, um, the, the way that it goes. So I'll, I'll try and I'll try and be brief. Uh, going back probably really to the start of how I ended up doing what I'm doing today, I actually went to school, uh, to train, to be a pastor. 
So I went to Bible college to study the Bible, learn how to preach and learn how to run a church. Uh, and over the course of, of that process, uh, I ended up discovering uh, internet marketing as a way that I would, uh, at that time, I was planning to like fund my ministry, right? So that I could, I could use internet marketing and, and, and have that be a business. Uh, and my plan was wasn't to like take a paycheck from the from the churches that I'd be working with. Um, well, it, it ended up that I actually ended up feeling more called into business and marketing at, in many ways, as the, you, you could say, as my ministry in some ways. And I felt less called to actually like you know leading a traditional church, et cetera. Um, and uh, so you know, I set up a, a local agency at the time. Uh, with uh, with business partner Richard, uh, you guys know Richard. Anybody who's listening is is Richard Matthews. Um, but uh, we set up an agency, and we we were kind of just generally helping local businesses, building websites. You know, at the time, this is now what like fifteen years ago, maybe maybe less. Nah, I don't remember. Anyway, um, but you know, we were kind of we were helping all people, right? Um, well, a, a number of things happened, and my my father passed away. A number of things happened in our life that that kind of caused that to crumble, right? That that would happen sometimes. You set out, you might get some success, but things happen and uh, and and things change. Um, so at that time, actually, I took a job as a marketing director for a real estate team in Las Vegas, where I was living at the ah. time, and uh, and I hadn't, uh, I didn't have any. Uh, skill set when it came to real estate specifically, um, but I had a very extensive skill set with with marketing from uh, what I had learned and and what we had practiced. Uh, and so over that time, I was working with that real estate team. Uh, I five x their lead flow. Uh, you know, compared to when I started, we we doubled in business every year that I was there, and I cut their average cost per lead in half uh, compared to what they they were used to. Um, but I am a horrible employee. I am an entrepreneur at heart, <laughs> so I, I set out on my own uh, doing the same sorts of things that I helped that team with and that, that I did there that I had figured out were working there, uh, and I started helping agents all across the country do some of those same things and implementing some of those same tactics. Um, it started as me saying yes to just about anything that I could say yes to to help people, uh, and then over the years, it's changed and adapted as I figured out uh, you know, really what am I most good at, where am I most valuable, where can I be most helpful. Uh, and also, what do what do you know people? What do real estate agents most value from me? Um, as as kind of refining what what my business is, and that's that's where you know we get to today, where we have the current iteration of real estate growth hackers, kind of what we do and what we offer. Love it. Big transition, right? I mean, you're going from uh, serving the Lord to real estate to you know uh, this this whole uh, launch of your entrepreneur career, which is uh, amazing in of itself. And I know that you uh, serve the big guy upstairs uh, through the throughout this <laughs> entire process anyway. So that's really, really cool. Uh, we're going to transition a little bit and we're going to kind of get into some hacking type of stuff right now. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of focus a little bit more in prospecting. Um, what's one of your favorite prospecting tools? What's working for you now? Uh, what's working for real estate agents? However, which way that you really want to approach that, whether it's working for you uh, and building out real estate, uh, you know, growth hacking, uh, group, your, your page, your company itself, or for real estate agents, uh, in a, in of themselves, what, what seems to be working now? Yeah. So I'll, I'll go the route, uh, you know, so that could be most helpful to, to everybody listening. I'll go the route of talking about, um, some of the best ways that have worked for me in terms of finding clients and, and prospecting for my business. Uh, cause that's going to be the most, uh, most useful, I think for other folks who have an agency. Um, right now, uh, 
you know, for me, one of one of my favorite tactics, and I haven't been as active with it right, you know, right this second, but uh, but most recently, it's been one of my favorite uh, is LinkedIn. Uh, in terms of getting out on LinkedIn and making connections with the kind of people that you want to work with, um, that has been one of my one of my favorite strategies. Uh, and more specifically, this is probably one of my favorite aspects of what you can do with LinkedIn. Is I like to leverage LinkedIn, not necessarily to connect with my direct client or my direct customer, although I, you can do that as well, depending on your market. I love to use LinkedIn to connect to the connectors. I love to use it to connect to the kind of people who we share the same audience. We share the same group of people that we're looking to work with. And then I partner with those people so that I can get in front of their audience and provide something of value where they uh, you know, bring it back to me uh, and, and I can build my list, I can find more people to work with, et cetera. Uh, so that's that's probably one of my biggest tactics. Let me know if you want if you want to dive into that more. I'm happy to dive into. Yeah, what we're yeah. Let's doing. take a couple of minutes if you if you've got it. Let's uh, let's yeah. dive in a little bit. Love what to specific hear it. are you doing with LinkedIn? Yeah. So uh, the the first step in terms of what we're doing. Um, well, yeah. Okay. So let, let's let's say like the foundational step. Okay. Um, so foundational step when it comes to LinkedIn is making sure that your LinkedIn profile accurately reflects kind of who you are, the value you can serve, it looks professional, you have all the sections filled out and you're really emphasizing like making sure that it's clear, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional, this is who I serve, this is how I help them, those kinds of ideas. Without going into like all of the specifics, that's that's kind of the main idea, right? Like you want good photos, you want a, you want a good, uh, you know, a good backdrop that, uh, that mainly just reemphasizes that you you know, you pay attention, you're professional, et cetera. Um, you want to make it very clear, you know, who your target market is, how you help them, those kinds of things. You can use the, uh, they call it the headline in uh, in LinkedIn to kind of clarify some of that stuff. You can use the resume section to show some of the products and services that you offer. Uh, lots of cool ways. But the basic idea is make sure that your profile looks good because everything else, if your profile isn't set up well, kind of falls on its face and, uh, and doesn't work well if your profile itself isn't set up well. Um, so that, that's like the first step. Uh, after you've got your profile dialed in, now you can start actually searching on LinkedIn and you could you could do this for free. You could do it in the sales navigator if you need to get a little bit more granular with it. Uh, but you wanna step back and you wanna think, uh, if you're gonna go after your target market directly, well, then you gotta think of like, who is who is the best fit? Like what's their, what's their job title? What are the companies that they work with? Uh, if, is it in your local area or is it more national? Um, and, and then you kind of dive into basically searching for those people. So I can't give everybody the exact answer for what that looks like for you. Um, for me, uh, you know, there's titles like realtor that show up uh, in their name, um, you know, real estate agent. There's there's a few job titles that kind of show up that show that they're likely the right person for me. Um, if I'm going after the connectors, which is one of my favorite strategies, then that's more about understanding your industry and thinking through who are the people who who serve this industry, right? So for me, that's that's people like lenders, that's people like you know like loan officers and banks, people that offer mortgages, that kind of thing, that work with real estate agents uh, to help them uh, um, financing for their clients. Uh, that's people like the, uh, the the title agencies, so title and escrow, the people who handle that process of of transferring funds from one person to the next and making sure that that process goes down and everybody's protected in it. Um, so I, I actually start reaching out to those people, and. And so that's you know, that's essentially the first part. You, you run a search where you find a list of all these people, right? And then from there, you can either use software or you can even do this manually, where you just start reaching out and connecting to these people. You send them a connection request and you wanna, you wanna customize that connect, connection request just slightly to show that it's personal, show that you have something in alignment. Uh, if you're using software, that might be 
basically just saying something like, you know, hey, LinkedIn, LinkedIn said that uh, that that we would be a good connection request or, you know, LinkedIn recommended you to me. Uh, I'd love to connect with you. It looks like we share a, an interest in the real estate industry, um, something like that. That's one of the things that that I use. Um, if you're doing it one to one, and then what you can do is you can actually customize that more more directly. You can uh, you can go in and say something like you know I say that you went to school here. I went to school there too. Um, you could say I see that uh, that that you wrote this article about X Y Z topic. I really enjoyed that. I'd love to connect. Uh, where you can make it very clear, very direct, uh, and that's if you're going to do it you know very personally. So some percentage of those people will connect back with you, right? Uh, not everybody will, uh, depending on how how good you do. Uh, you can see anywhere from like a 20 to 30 30 uh, percent connection rate uh, if you do a good job with your uh, with your requests, your connection request. Uh, and then from there, you now have the opportunity once they're connected to you to actually start messaging them, right? A lot of these people include their email in their profiles. You can communicate with them by email. Uh, you can communicate them with them directly through LinkedIn. Uh, and a lot of this stuff can be automated with software, but it's also very easy to do it manually. Um, and then in terms of the kinds of messages, you just you start the conversation, right? You say, hey, what's going on in your business? Uh, what are some of your goals? Uh, you might start introducing them to the idea of, if you're reaching out to like a, like a connector, uh, you start introducing them to the idea of how you might be able to serve them in serving their market. Like we could do a training together, we could do a webinar together, that kind of thing. And then, and then yeah, some percentage of those people, yes, you book a meeting and, and there you go. Now you, got a, now you got the opportunity to, to either get in front of their audience or connect directly with your market. That's great. Uh, what what cut, what percentage of time that do you um, allot to prospecting by way of, of LinkedIn? Is this an automated process that you typically use, or is there a certain amount of time that you're actually spending inside of LinkedIn on a day to day or week to week basis? Yeah. So for me, uh, when I'm doing this, I am I'm automating most of it. Uh, I'm automating uh, how to describe it. I'm automating everything that leads up to. Uh, people actually responding back, right? As soon as somebody responds back, then then it's me that jumps in, has the conversation, actually communicates. All of my messaging is designed to uh, generate a response, somebody raising their hand, saying that they're interested um, and not necessarily interested in like a service or whatnot, but just they're communicating. We've started a conversation. Um, and so then at that point, that's when, when I jump in. So uh, for me, I mean, this is the kind of thing that I literally, uh, depending on, on how many messages are going out, uh, I can I can manage it in anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes a day. Uh, if I've got people really active, it might be about an hour of just communicating. Um, but everybody that I'm communicating with is, you know, it's people that are that are active, engaged, they're interested, right? They're, they're responding warmly. Uh, and so I'm not, I'm not having to waste my time uh, talking you know, trying to reach out to people that don't want to talk to me, uh, people who respond back are, you know, are are some level of interested, even if they're not necessarily the best fit. Always, Super I love that. Smart. I love that element of consistency that you're leveraging uh, mm -hmm. automation combined with a platform, a distribution platform of resumes, if you will, or uh, people that you want to connect with and network with, and uh, you're taking a certain element out of your day and uh, connecting with these individuals and letting automation lead up to the actual conversation itself. And uh, that is a huge, huge, huge motivator for a lot of people who may not have realized how you can leverage LinkedIn to actually connect with ideal prospects and colleagues and people that may uh, be interested in your products or services. Um, yeah. You've done so inside of, uh, of real estate. It's pretty amazing. That's a golden nugget and, for sure. 
I love it. And, and one of the one of the key things to note, because I see a lot of people making some really big mistakes when it comes to LinkedIn. Um, a lot of people find the automation, find the ability to do that. And then what they do is the 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 first message they send out, all the messages that they send out are basically just a direct sales pitch, right? Where it's it's very much like, hey, here's my service, here's a number of people that we've worked with, uh, here's some happy reviews. Do you want to work with me? Right. And what what's annoying is that I'm sure that they get some level of success out of that. That there are there are, you you send enough of those messages, you know, even the the what's the what the what to say is uh, the phrase a blind squirrel, uh, you know, a blind squirrel inevitably still finds a nut every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> it, it's 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 not nuanced enough. It's not uh, uh, it's not refined enough that 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 they don't see the damage that they're causing in the process, right? So it's like, yes, you may find a deal here or there, but it's like for every one deal you find, you've pissed off a ton of people, mm -hmm. right? So what, what, I, what I like to do as a business strategy whenever possible is I would much rather, you know, not, not preemptively burn the bridge, but still be able to leverage automation so that when I'm reaching out, if I'm using automation, I'm doing it in a way that's designed to start a conversation. It's it, it's friendly. It's it's automating the kinds of things that happen regardless, right? Like the, the basic question that's like an icebreaker or something like that. It's 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 automating just that front end process. I'm not expecting the automation to get customers falling in my lap. I'm expecting the automation to just find the people who are ready to talk. And then from there, as a salesperson, I actually go through the process of seeing if they're a good fit and and doing the process of, uh, of actually trying to, you know, see if I can be helpful or not. Um, and so, you know, I would just encourage people, don't don't take this strategy and then go out and be one of the other people that makes LinkedIn a horrible place for, <laughs> for the rest yeah. of us. <laughs> uh, you know, be, be cool. Be cool with it. Do, you know, don't don't treat other people the way that that uh, that you don't want to be treated. So, yeah. Love it. Um, Zach, you, you obviously have the real estate market nailed when it comes to, you know, working with real estate agents. If, if someone who's listening in our audience wanted to go out and work with real estate agents, what is like the one golden nugget piece of advice that you'd give them um, if they were considering that? Yeah. So I'd say it's, it's the same thing that I tell just about anybody. And this isn't real estate specific, but if you want to work with a market, any market in particular, uh, work for free to start and actually learn to provide real value, mm -hmm. right? Don't just decide to go work with a market, go help that market, learn how to do something that is actually helpful. And then from there, you can just start pointing back to the results that you've already gotten. I see too many people trying to go after a market. They're like, oh, pe these people have lots of money. So you know, if I go and, and, and you know, watch this course or read this article, like, I can immediately just start making money. It's like, no, go, go test things in the real world. See if you can actually help somebody. See what it's actually worth to them. And then from there, that's where like, you develop your skills and, and, your, and your business. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say that's probably my, uh, my key recommendation. And then Love pretty that. closely after that, Pretty closely after that is to uh, is to start looking at opportunities where you're connecting with connectors instead of going after your your end market directly uh, because it's much more leveraged activity to say who can I connect with that can bring me a flood of business rather than having to go and hunt after each and every deal. Smart, very smart, well, Zach. We're going to wrap things up, but we have got two final questions for you. One is more of a um, kind of a theoretical thing. And uh, listen, right now we're in the midst of a pretty much a global quarantine. Everybody is sitting home, 
There's a lot of panic involved and people just don't know what to do. A lot of people have lost their jobs. Lots of businesses have shut down. And I think one of the number one questions that comes across everyone's mind, certainly if they are uh, starting down a pathway of local marketing uh, or they need to start all over again. If you had to start all over again, what is the number one thing that you would do differently or immediately to get or uh, inject some life into your local marketing agency? Yeah, so uh, I, I would go back to what uh, what I what I just described. I would I would focus on connecting with the connectors. I would focus on on connecting and 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 working with the people that every ounce of my effort gets doubled, tripled, quadrupled, ten x. Uh, you know, because because of the distribution they already have, the relationships they already have. Um, so rather than going after each and every deal, I'd go after those relationships and be of value to those people um, so that I could better serve more people at the same time. Delightful. That's uh, truly the whole deal behind this thing is serving other people, providing value to those people and creating relationships with those folks. So uh, later on down the road, you can really start to work with them and uh, build something truly magnificent. It's pretty awesome. Um, hey, people that are listening in on this probably have a lot of questions and they're probably going to be very interested in what it is that you do. How can people discover more about what, uh, what you do, who you are, and where should they connect with you? Yeah, great question. So uh, you can reach us online. Our website's realestategrowthhackers.com. We've got lots of free information there as well as places where you can sign up to hear more from us for, you know, via email, et cetera. Uh, and then, uh, you know, most of the social medias, we, are, uh, we can be found at Real Estate Growth Hackers. So, uh, you know, we're on Facebook at Real Estate Growth Hackers. We have a, uh, a free uh, real estate marketing focus Facebook, Facebook group uh, as well. So if you, if you do a quick search uh, in, in any of the major networks for real estate growth actors, you will probably find us. Guys, don't skip this. Head over, uh, at least start over on Facebook and put in the search bar, Real Estate Growth Hackers. It is a phenomenal group. Zach is always in there providing tons of value. If you found any value in today's podcast, you certainly don't want to miss joining his Facebook group where he goes over all kinds of stuff. He always has guests on there. He's always doing demonstrations on there. He's showing really valuable tips and tricks that you would absolutely get a ton of value from. So head on over, uh, connect with Zach and Real Estate Growth Hackers over on Facebook. And from there, you can probably find him uh, everywhere else as well. Truly an amazing individual, lovely on the inside and out. Uh, and guys, we really appreciate you joining us here today on Local Marketing Agency Secrets. We can't wait to see you on the next episode. Our guest today has been Zach Hammer of Real Estate Growth Hackers. On behalf of my business partner, David Calafiori and myself, We'll see you on the next episode.